0: Everyone's unique, but if you've just had a baby, for example, whether you have any unwanted symptoms or not, start with your breath, really work on um, expanding that diaphragm, getting deep breaths, getting full inhales, full exhales. You're never going to go wrong there. Um, when it, you come to like core stability, yeah, so crunches and all that, that's great, time and place, again. Mm-hmm. But what we're looking for is not necessarily working those six-pack muscles yeah we're looking for a lot deeper than that so hey
1: everyone this is dr barrett i'm a board certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition we can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family thanks for listening in to the real
2: health podcast hey before we jump into today's episode do me a favor If you like this episode and you like hearing from Dr. B, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram. We're really trying to get this health movement out. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. This is your host, Lane. But guess what? You don't have to hear from me today. Today, I'm passing the baton. To Dr. B. He has got a special guest he is going to interview that I know is going to bring so much value and actually was in the gym just a minute ago and I saw Barrett's wife Becky and Becky said, hey, aren't you guys doing a podcast? And I said, actually, your husband's hosting today. She, he is hosting a professional, a pelvic... Floor therapist, I said that right? Correct. Coach. Yeah. Coach. Mm-hmm. Coach. Public floor coach. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to hand the mic over. Barrett's gonna. Hopefully, he's learned a little bit from me when yeah. it comes to asking the right questions. Yeah. But uh, we'll here, see. here we go. Carrie, the mic is all yours, and have fun with Dr. B. Awesome. Well,
1: welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, a couple things, real quick. Um, Armor Beauty and Spa here in at Armor Health is got has got a workshop coming up. So their workshop. Is March 3rd at 6 p.m. And this is all about developing an at home um, skin care regimen. So, whether you are very familiar with how to um, build a healthy skin um, or it's just something that's new to you, you don't know how to cleanse, exfoliate, like which ingredients to use. So, this workshop is for you. So, it's limited to 20 people. You can go to Armor Beauty. Um, and actually just go to the link there and you can register for that workshop. Again, that's March 3rd, 6 to 7.30. So we've been in a series um, on pillars of health. And so we've talked through nutrition and sleep. Uh, we've talked through strength training. And uh, and so something that I come across all the time in the office is uh, moms that are either thinking about um, babies or pregnant or even postpartum. And honestly, it makes up a majority of my practice, which is moms and babies. So I wanted Carrie Gandy to come on the show today because of how important it is to talk about the pelvic floor. So that's the intention behind today, really talking through what is the pelvic floor, what are symptoms of pelvic floor dysfunction, um, and maybe just like a couple simple strategies to get things started. And then we also have a really cool event coming up that we'll talk about here in a little bit. So welcome to the show, Carrie. It's great to have you. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, okay, how did you go from mom to, like, passionate about the pelvic floor? Like, what started that journey?
0: Oh, my gosh. So I've got three kids, and um, my oldest just turned 11 yesterday. So 11 years ago, when I was pregnant, there was really not a lot of information when it came to fitness, and it was all just... uh, Do what you've always done. Just watch your heart rate. You know, maybe no crunches. Okay. That was about it. Um, So I did that and I did a lot of things that probably didn't serve me very well later Mm. on. Fast forward to my youngest, who's five, and there was a ton of information, so much out there that um, it's overwhelming and it was kind of scary. So I didn't do anything Mm -hmm. and that didn't serve me well either. So um, through that, I had a lot of pain and dysfunction myself and I just became very passionate about not wanting that for other women mm-hmm. and just becoming who I felt like maybe I needed in that season. Nice. So,
1: so, um, kind of fast forwarding to today. Yeah. Tell me about kind of the, um, certifications that you've gone through okay. and what do you, what do you do on a regular basis with, with clients?
0: Yeah. So I am a pregnancy and postpartum. Um, certified or correction exercise specialist as well as um pregnancy and postpartum athleticism coach crossfit level 1 all of those um so what we do is we consider ourselves movement specialists but we look at everything external and how that affects things like your pelvic floor your core health um your pelvic stability all of that so um how you move how you breathe where you're holding your tension mm-hmm. All of that kind of comes into play um, and affects it way more than a lot of people realize.
1: Yeah, so what... Okay, so for our listeners who hear about pelvic floor... Yeah. But really, let's be honest, have no idea what the pelvic floor is. Yeah. Um, Describe it. What is the pelvic floor? Give us an understanding of what that actually is, what that means.
0: Yeah, so the pelvic floor... um, Actually, men and women have pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. But it's a group of muscles that... um, in your pelvis that you can think of it kind of like a hammock of muscles, but they um support all the organs inside. So your intestines, your bladder, your reproductive organs, um if you're a female. It also helps control um certain bodily functions. So whether that's bowel movements, uh your urine function, mm-hmm. and um is a prime stabilizer in your pelvis and spine. So it's muscles just like everything else, which yeah. means it can be trained.
1: So as that uh that hammock you know, Mm -hmm. sits there. And if it's, if it's in a good, um, healthy state, yeah. Um, it's not necessarily too tight and it's not necessarily too loose, right?
0: Correct. We want it to be dynamic,
1: dynamic. So that's like just any other part of the body. We want it to be dynamically adaptable, right. to whatever it needs to, um, adapt to for the day. So what happens when the pelvic floor becomes dysfunctional? So let's just say, um, I've, you know, Listeners had a couple babies or, um, they have just had their first child or maybe they're in, um, they're, they're pregnant right now. What happens to the pelvic floor to the point where like what symptoms start to develop when you know that there's a potential issue?
0: So you always hear this thing, right? Like it's just normal to pee in your pants when you're a mom. Sure. Right. Well, it may be normal, but that's not optimal Uh and you don't have to live with that. So that's one of the things, um, pain and sex. Okay. If you're experiencing that, you've got some pelvic floor dysfunction going on. Um, pressure, heaviness, uh, we talked about leaking, just pain even, like deep in your, mm-hmm. deep in your butt um, oftentimes can be pelvic floor related. So if it's, not, if it's not dynamic, if they're not balanced in the middle, so you may be too weak, too tight, whatever that may be, um, you'll start to experience things that people say are normal, but mm. they don't have to be.
1: Yeah, we have a saying in our offices, it's common, but not normal. 100%. Just, just because it's common yes. doesn't mean it's it's what's destined for you. Yes. So when thinking about the pelvic floor, is, is pregnancy a big, like postpartum, is that a big uh, factor involved in creating dysfunctional? What else besides pregnancy? It's like, a
0: huge factor. Pregnancy okay. is a huge factor, right? So um, think of the pressure of that baby on your pelvic floor, um, your core changes, the support of that. Your breath changes, which is huge, and a lot of people don't really think about that aspect of it. Um, but even if you're not pregnant or haven't been pregnant, haven't had a baby, um, you can still experience dysfunction. Oftentimes the way you manage your pressure, whether you're in the gym and you're lifting super heavy. It sure. doesn't even have to be in the gym. But maybe you pressure down and you don't even realize that
1: so let's talk about that for a second because now we're we're really kind of even talking about the male population group yeah in the gym training and all we're told is like squeeze hard pressure intense right lock that belt down if you're trying to hit those one reps so what are we doing there like what's happening within the pelvic floor does that create issues uh down the road for us
0: yeah so what you want to think about is more 360 degrees and not just in your core lower so think about it in your rib cage yeah too. And if we're not doing that, you're putting that pressure somewhere. So you're putting a lot of un, maybe not unnecessary, but an overburdened state mm-hmm. on those muscles, um, over time you're breath holding. You're not. So we're, we're meant to our pelvic floor moves right when we breathe, mm-hmm. when we exhale, it should relax. I mean, it should lift up and be supported. When we inhale, it relaxes. Um, so not only are you putting pressure down, maybe you're holding that breath on that heavy lift and over time, yes, you're creating just extra stress on an area. There's a time and place for it. Sure. Totally a time and place for it. Yep. But in your day-to-day life, if that's your tendency and your pattern all the time, yeah, then that does create a problem, sure. male or female.
1: Sure. So the idea on that 360-degree concept, Mm -hmm. right, where it's not just bearing down. Correct. um, But we even hear this concept of, like, even pulling in, Mm -hmm. engaging some deeper core muscles. So let's get into maybe some ideas here on, like, okay, I know I have a weak pelvic floor or I have maybe some pelvic floor symptoms Mm -hmm. uh, that could indicate some dysfunction. And immediately, most women think postpartum, let's start... Core exercises. And yeah. so when we think about core exercises, a lot of times it's like sit-ups and crunches. Is that right? Like when, when where do you think we should start? Because if we're building a found healthy foundation yeah, and there's a time and a place for crunches and sit-ups yeah. and leg lifts and all those. But if we're trying to build this healthy foundation, knowing that we have some symptoms of pelvic floor dysfunction, and maybe that is um, the sensation of chronic UTIs or pain upon intercourse or leaking. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what's a good general rule of thumb in terms of starting point? Is it diaphragm, breath work? We hear about, you know, Kegel exercises, what goes to, you know, and everyone's unique, right? For sure. We need uh, a lot of times special intervention and training coaching, but where do you go in your mind?
0: Everyone's unique. But if you've just had a baby, for example, whether you have any unwanted symptoms or not, Start with your breath. Really work on um, expanding that diaphragm, getting deep breaths, getting full inhales, full exhales. You're never going to go wrong there. Um, When you come to, like, core stability, yeah, so crunches and all that, that's great, time and place, again. Mm -hmm. But what we're looking for is not necessarily working those six-pack muscles. We're looking for a lot deeper than that. So um, even just some transverse abdominal, like deep um dead bugs are fantastic but you want to be sure you're doing them right so start them regress them make them easier than you think that they need to be yeah you know um Mm -hmm. if you feel it in your back like okay we need to regress that even more because where we want to feel it is in our core yeah Um, right
1: so we see those classic dead bugs someone lays, lays on their back and they're just going you know opposite extremities yeah Full range of motion, but the spine's moving at the same the time floor, and lifting off mm-hmm. the floor, right? When if you do a controlled dead bug, if you actually do a controlled engaged transverse stomach is engaged, the core's engaged. Dead bug slowly, it's yeah. a super difficult exercise. Yes, heck yes. Like it is. I'm shaking yes. after you know eight to ten slow moving yeah. reps.
0: So what we like to think about is like intention now for mm-hmm. intensity later. That's like good. if you can take that time to really be intentional. Yeah. With your movement, no matter how small it is or seems, mm-hmm. you're setting yourself up for greater things in the long mm-hmm. run. A lot more fun, a lot less pain. Yeah. You know, a lot less pressure and leaking. That's in.
1: good. So, intention for future intensity. Yeah. Right? Intention
0: now for intensity later. Yeah. That's
1: good. That's a good word. Um, So thinking of going back to one of my favorite things is breath work, Mm -hmm. is thinking about engaging the diaphragm. Yeah. Not not only because it has a phenomenal effect on our central nervous system, Mm -hmm. um, it has a profound effect on general, you know, core strength. It's great for the spine because if we're not engaging that lower pelvic floor, then our tailbone doesn't move. Mm -hmm. And so we're not pumping cerebral spinal fluid. People that breathe with their chest have higher anxiety levels. Mm -hmm. So there's so much literature. If we step away from the pelvic floor and just talk about breath work and its ability to fu- help so many different functions, but go, tying breath work back, diaphragm breath yeah. work. What are some like breathing exercises that you like to do? Because um, we hear like box breathing or yeah. 360 breathing, or what is that? Okay, so describe it if you were to yeah in words help us create a visual sure what is what does breath work intentional breath work look like for moms right now so
0: one of my favorite ones especially um if you're newly postpartum you know when you're pregnant you um your back starts to get tight because it's doing all the carrying you're pressuring forward um, we lose a lot of movement in our sides and our back as far as getting air all the way around in that 360 degree pattern. So what I really like is a sideline breath. So lay on the floor, okay. um, legs and kind of a 90, 90, you can put your feet against the wall. Sometimes that tends to help, um, women get a little more stable.
1: So we're talking about almost like a fetal position, almost
0: like a fetal position on your but side not as curled, not as curled. Okay. Um, what you want to do then is kind of create a little bit of tension. If you're very newly postpartum, maybe even put a towel underneath your side okay. that's on the floor to kind of help support you a little bit. But um, as you're inhaling, what I want you to do is kind of put your hand on your opposite side, the side that's in the air, the side that's on top, and really try to focus. This is a ment- This is more mental yeah. you know, than it is physical, sure. but really want you to think about, pushing air into the side of your body. So in this case, it's not going to be full 360, but that's what we're working towards Mm -hmm. is being able to create space for that air. So you're going to work on getting it into your sides, into your back, into your hips. Um, so which I I would say do, if you're doing it right, Mm -hmm. like full inhale, full exhale, I mean, until you feel like you're going to cough kind of exhale. Yep. Five breaths or so in each on each side at a time is really all you need. You're going to feel lightheaded if you yeah. you, you know, try uh-huh. to do uh-huh. too much more than that. So it's not – breath work can be boring. And as a mom, you're like, I don't want to – like, who wants to sit sure. and breathe? Sure. But not only – like you just talked about, it's going to help a lot with the stress. But it doesn't – it can take, you know, five minutes at a time. Yeah. While you're laying on the floor with your baby, That's just good. start breathing.
1: I remember um, – I forget which baby it was – we got four, so maybe it was this after the second or third, so maybe after Maddie or Myla, um, we were working some pelvic floor with Becky, and <laughs> she wanted to get right into exercises in mm-hmm. her mind, right? is just like, on to the next, on to the next. Yeah. She, doesn't, she doesn't know how to really just rest. That's not a great, like, um, it's not easy for her. So anyway, we started talking about just breath work, and intentionality, mm-hmm. engaging the pelvic floor and um, what that looks like. and. She's so bored. Like if we do mm. yoga, it's just so boring, oh, it's boring for her. It is. And yeah. so, but again, like you said, the intentionality and it doesn't have to be very long, just no. l- reconnecting the brain, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Reconnect the brain to those lower pelvic muscles yeah. is an essential component, a foundation to build everything from yes. there, right? Yeah. So, okay. Another thing that a lot of people hear about is Kegels. Yeah. So what's the deal with, like, Kegel exercises? Um, You know, I'm just going to play the card here. Do they work? Are are they important? Should we be doing them? Like, tell us a little bit about those.
0: So same thing, time and place, right? Um, We've talked about your pelvic floor can be tight or it can be weak. It can be both. If you've got a really tight pelvic floor, if it's angry after just giving birth, um, Kegels may not be... The best thing for you. That's good. Yeah. So you really want to work on lengthening, relaxing those pelvic floor muscles, deep breathing into your, um, pelvic floor. You may even need inter- some internal work mm-hmm. done, which is, which is great too. Um, but there are times where, okay, so it was tight. Now I've relaxed. I've kind of, okay, that, but now it's weak though. That's probably ultimately what's going on. So Kegels might be very appropriate and yeah, they do work. Mm -hmm. Um, they work, you want to work on contraction and relaxing though. The relaxing is just as important as the contraction. I think a lot of people kind of leave that part out. So none of our muscles are meant to be, it's a muscle, your pelvic floors are muscles just like every other muscle. So none of our muscles are meant to be in a contracted state Yeah. all the time. So just like, um,
1: like you wouldn't hold a weight in your bicep and hold that for no, hours no. on end. There's
0: a reason we, you know, lengthen. take our arm into extension, lengthen that muscle so that we can get a better, stronger contraction later. Yeah. Um, So same thing. Pelvic floor is the exact same thing, but I would argue that kegels are not, yes, they work, but squatting works. Mm-hmm. Lunges work. Yep. Um, intentional glute work. Yep. Um, is just as important. You can sit and do kegels all day long, but if you're, not moving progressing and strengthening. You talk about that, uh, pillar of health, strength training. Like it's just yeah. as important for your pelvic floor as it is any other. aspect. Well, just of like, like life.
1: anything, we need progressive overload. Yeah, Your 100%. body will adapt, right? It'll yep. adapt to Kegels. It'll adapt to anything. So we need yep. to challenge it. So what's next for it. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's good. So, okay. Um, the typical thing that we see a lot, especially, um, your CrossFit level one, um, so you see a lot with crossfers doing double unders, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe uh, squats. Yeah. And there is that bladder incontinence. Yeah. And the idea is, hey, it's just something that's always happened. I'm 10 years postpartum. Is is it even worth working on? It's and never
0: too late, my friend. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: okay. So there's there's hope, even if it's yes. 10 years after your yes. last, you know, baby. Yeah, whatever.
0: postpartum is forever, but so is healing.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, does that mean we have to dollar our our strength training back or does that just mean we just have to accessorize our training?
0: Accessorize. Yeah. We just suggest we look at first. I would look at if you're say double unders, for example, I would look at, I would just want to watch you do it. It could Mm -hmm. be something as simple as, um, lean slightly forward a little bit more. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a major thing. Now it can be. But there's a lot of fun you can do with building up that endurance of those pelvic core muscles. So may, it could be strong, but maybe the endurance is lacking. Okay, so we do a couple exercises. Um I haven't I had that same issue for a while and um we put together some fun little jumping obstacle courses to build up yep. the endurance. And I, you know, I don't have that issue anymore. So, so, once, so you,
1: it, once you if you consciously train your pelvic mm-hmm. floor, when you're thinking about double unders, for instance, you're th- are you thinking about engaging certain muscles at the same time no. or holding your frame a certain time?
0: Relax. Okay. Relax. And then, I don't want you. That's where if you're thinking about, like, you're thinking about holding that. Uh-huh. You're thinking, and tight. don't pee. Like, uh-huh. hold that in. And
1: squeezing. You're, it's almost. getting tired. Yeah. And then
0: it has no control. Like, again, yeah. we want it to be dynamic. We want it to be able to move with you and for you. Don't think about it. Let it go. Let go of your glutes. Let go of everything.
1: That's good. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the workshop that you're doing. Um, Yeah. It's coming up. When is
0: it? So March 27th. Okay. We will start this. Um, Another coach and I, her name's Caitlin, we will be hosting a six-week class workshop, whatever you want to call it. It's twice a week on Mondays and Fridays at 1030. But what we're doing is these are for newly postpartum moms. So... Um, six months and under is kind of who we're, who we're looking for, but what we're trying to do is just, um, teach them, educate them, teach them strategies, help them heal and recover their bodies to set them up for, um, being able to just go out and whether it's fitness, just simply being a mom Mm -hmm. or any, anything you want to do as a woman and not not let a lack of recovery hinder you later on.
1: Nice. Yeah. So um, six weeks, two classes a week. Yep. Cool. And where would they learn more? How do they sign up?
0: Um, so we can go to Armor Health's Instagram okay. page. You can DM us or call the office and um, awesome. set it up that way. Sweet. Yeah. That's
1: amazing. Anything else you want to add? Yeah. In terms
0: That'll of... That'll be here at our Armor Health location. Okay um, out West. And, um, yeah, we just, our heart and passion is for women and moms who, um, we just don't want to ever see them feel like they can't do what they want to do as a mom and as a woman because of their bodies.
1: That's good. Like
0: having a baby doesn't, it's a temporary, you know, Change in your body, but you can heal. You can recover. You were created to heal and recover. Sometimes it just takes some strategies to do that.
1: Lane usually asks me at the end, "Is there if if you had a mom out there that was dealing with pelvic floor dysfunction symptoms, and you were to reach out to what would you say?" You said it perfectly. So obviously, there's hope. So yes, well, thanks so much for joining. Thanks Um, for having me. Yeah, it's one of those things where again, I don't think it's. Talked about a lot. Um, I think it's becoming a little bit more. People are becoming a little bit more aware that there's options mm-hmm. out there. But uh, again, there's so much gr- kind of just gray in this area, and a lot of people that just don't know where to reach out. So yeah. thanks for coming on, yeah, educating us a little bit. Absolutely, we appreciate Any you time. so much. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Well, if you uh, if you're interested in the in the in the workshop, um, again, it's six weeks, two classes a week. Uh, reach out to Armor Health. And uh, we look forward to serving you however we can. Thanks, Carrie, for joining us. And you guys have a wonderful Thank you. day.
2: Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcasts and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.